the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. We are thrilled to be joined by Matthew Martins. He's a lawyer, a seminary graduate graduate from DTS, and author of a brand new book out called Reforming Criminal Justice, A Christian Proposal. Matthew, thanks so much for being here with us today. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you. Okay, your book looks incredible. Um, let's go big picture for just a minute. How did you get involved uh, in the topic of reforming criminal justice? Well, I've been a lawyer for about 27 years, uh, the overwhelming majority of that practicing criminal law, both as a prosecutor and as a defense lawyer. And I think just the more I saw about how the system worked and the concerns I had, it it sort of built over time. And then as the country began to have more discussions about criminal justice in the last few years, maybe beginning in 2014 and, and even more so in 2020 with George Floyd, uh, it seemed like I could be helpful to the conversation. And so that's why I wrote a book. That's great. What That's an important awesome. topic. Again, it's called Reforming Criminal Justice, a Christian proposal. And I want to, I want to, Get onto that last part there, a Christian mm-hmm. proposal, Matt. Uh, what what about your proposal is Christian? What about it? it why should Christians be so um, interested and care about this? Mm. Well, Jesus told us that our obligation was to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and our neighbors as ourselves. Mm-hmm. That fundamentally, that's what should inform how we live as Christians. And what I've tried to do is explain what that means in the legal context. What's interesting is Mm. that the first appearance of that command to love your neighbor as yourself appears in Leviticus 19 in a passage that begins, do no injustice in court, but Mm. love your neighbor as yourself. Wow. And so the original command to love your neighbor as yourself was rooted in a legal context. And so what I'm trying to do is recover what that means or expand or or develop what that means in the legal context. And so Hmm. it's a command from the lips of Christ and it's originated in a legal context. And so that's what I want us to think about. And talk to us about that, like biblical justice for both the criminal and the perpetrator or the, sorry, the victim and the perpetrator. It's a better way to say it. Um, What does that look like? So fundamentally, what it means is to judge their cases accurately. You see this Mm. in Romans 13, which authorizes the government to bear the sword against evildoers, which necessarily means you have to distinguish the evildoers from the non-evildoers. You see this in Genesis 18, where Abram's negotiating with God, whether he's going to destroy the cities 
and and whether he'll spare innocent people in the process. And God says, I won't destroy the cities for even 10 innocent people. Um, the mm. Exodus 23 mm. says, stay far away from the false charge. So you see over and over this idea that we have an obligation to judge accurately. And that is good for victims so that we, we actually get them justice. And that's yeah. good for perpetrators so that they that the right person receives the discipline of the law. Yeah. And Matt, that word reforming uh, obviously implies brokenness or there's something that needs changing. What do you think are the major things that most need reforming uh, in the criminal justice system? Well, the reforming really goes back to what I said, which is I think we have an accuracy problem. Since the Mm. advent of forensic DNA technology in August of 1989, as of yesterday, 3,385 people who have been exonerated after having been convicted of crimes they did not commit. Wow. Over 2% 2 of people we sentenced to death have subsequently been exonerated since the reinstatement of the death penalty in 1973. And so I'm concerned about our accuracy. And then on the flip side, we only solve about 50% of murders, only about 10% of serious crime was ever cleared. Uh, And so I think we have an accuracy problem going in both directions. And I think that runs counter to the obligation to love our neighbors as ourselves. Wow. So Matthew, you're obviously coming at this from a lawyer's perspective. I'm thinking of our listener who is hearing you and they're like, I want to do something, this injustice, I want to change, but I don't know what to do. Obviously, they should buy your book is one of the first (laughs) things they should do. Again, the title is Reforming Criminal Justice, a Christian Proposal. But what else? Like, What are some steps some of our listeners could take? Well, three things, I think, very practically. One, by being informed, you can talk to others about it and change minds, uh, mm. whether that's talking to your that's children great. or talking to your fellow church members or work colleagues. Uh, I think I, I want people to be informed both about the theology and about the facts. Secondly, criminal justice is one of the few areas where you can vote as a one-issue voter. Your district attorney isn't running on foreign policy or, or welfare reform. Mm. Uh, he or she is running on one issue of criminal justice since so you can have enormous influence. And thirdly, I tell people, don't try to get out of jury service. Uh, one of the most frequent questions <laughs> I get from non-lawyers is, you know, how do I get out of jury service? But that's an obligation literally to execute God's justice. And if you don't do it, someone who cares less about God's justice than you will take your place. And so mm. that's something that's uniquely available to Americans, unlike most people in the history of the world. So take advantage wow. of that and then, and then judge justly. Mm, that's what good. A, what a practical and convicting one right there. Yeah, <laughs> for, sure. Just thinking that. for sure. For sure. Uh, Matt, let, let me ask you what, what for many people is a very hot button issue in the criminal justice world. How should Christians, in your opinion, think through the death penalty? Mm, How should question. we just process that and, and think about that as an issue? Well, my publisher just published a short excerpt from my book on that topic this morning, which you can read on the Crossway blog. Uh, And what I say is that I oppose the death penalty as currently practiced in the United States. So I don't, I believe that the Bible authorizes the death penalty, but it does so with conditions and under under, under conditions and with, and only under certain circumstances. So the crime has to be one for which we're authorized to take life. But more importantly, it has to be administered impartially and accurately. And as I mentioned earlier, about 2% of people sentenced Mm. to death in the United Mm. States have been innocent. And those are the ones we Mm. know. Statistical modeling actually suggests that it's it's over 4%, one out of every 25 people. And I just ask people, would you get on a plane that landed 96% of the time? Dang. (laughs) Um, Mm. uh, That's good, And. 
And then on in terms of uh, race, we know, again, to a statistical certainty that the race of the victim actually yeah. impacts the oh. administration of the death penalty. So we are less likely to convict and, and sentence to death someone for killing a black person than for killing a white person. Wow. Mm. Wow. Um, and so and that's even mm. controlling for 300 other variables. So that mm-hmm. lack of that lack of impartiality in administration of the death penalty is contrary to Christian teaching. We're told that God, we have a God who judges impartially, um, and we don't when yeah. it comes to the death yeah. penalty. Hmm. Matt, that is such a great. I mean, you've just like said that so succinctly and profoundly in such a fantastic way. Thank you for that. Let me ask you one more question, and then we'll we'll let you go. Uh, there's something I know you're you're passionate about, and it's this: everyone, regardless of your politics, should hate American style plea bargaining. What do you mean by that? <laughs> wow, you uh, you've been following me, I guess. If you know, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't mess so around here I, at the Common Ground. Yeah, you apparently. <laughs> so, so here's what I'd say on that: um, that that we have a constitutional right to a jury trial, and yet 95 percent of criminal cases are resolved through plea bargaining. The only way you get 95% of people to plead guilty is by either threatening unduly, unjustly severe sentences after trial or offering unjustly lenient sentences to plead guilty. Either way, the the plea bargaining system traffics in injustice. Its currency is unjust, disproportionate sentences. And whatever your politics, whether you're law and order or bleeding heart liberal, you should hate that. We should we should be seeking proportionate sentences, mm. and and the only way we we operate our criminal justice system now, our plea bargaining system, is through injustice. Oh, it's so fascinating, Matt. Wow. wow, wow. Matthew Martins is a lawyer, a seminary graduate, the author of a recently published book that we've been talking about, Reforming Criminal Justice, A Christian Proposal. Be sure to grab a copy today. This is so important and so informative for Christians to be thinking about. Matt, where can our listeners find and follow you? So I'm on Twitter at martins.matt1. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, on threads, on threads, martins.mat, same on Instagram. And uh, if you really want to, I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't post a lot. <laughs> hey, that's a, some people really like LinkedIn, so that's a good one. Hey, Matthew, thanks so much for being here with us today. There you go. That's right. There you go. That's right. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.